to uh, some headbanging. Uh, welcome yes. to the internet. Yeah. Hello. Uh, put your cares. We, we have lots of headbanging and lots of other stuff. Put your cares aside. Probably some stuff that you don't want to see. <laughs> some stuff that you do want to see. Hopefully, this this airing on Twitch is yeah. something that you do want to see. If welcome you don't, to the internet. It's happening. Put your whether cares you like aside. it or not. Here's a tip for straining pasta. What? Here's a nine-year-old who died. We got movies. Oh God. We got doctors. Yay. We got fantasy sports. Uh. And we got a bunch of colored Yay. pencil drawings of all the characters from Harry Potter having sex with each other. Welcome to the internet. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Jared, I want to leave the internet. <laughs> then I'll tell you this. I know don't... we just started, but I want to leave the internet right now. I'll tell you this then. Don't watch Bo Burnham's Inside if you don't. if that scared you. What is Bo Burnham's inside? Do you know Bo Burnham? Uh, not really. He is a, uh, was a comedian. He was really there in the early days of YouTube. Um, he did that mm. song, Repeat Stuff, Repeat Stuff, Repeat Stuff, Repeat Stuff. It's about, it was about pop music. Okay, yeah, it's a general commentary on pop music. That is before my time. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Uh, Bo Burnham's comedy specials are legendary. Just because they're a mix of like comedy right, and music. It's really good music. I'm sure if I was shown something by Bob Burnett, it would jog my memory. Did you just say Bob Burnett? <laughs> Bob Burnham. Okay. <laughs> Bo Burnham, but whatever. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, but we're not here to discuss Bo. We're here to do a show. Uh-huh. Uh, I can make rhymes like that at any time. At this yeah. place, wherever we are. Where are we? Uh, I don't know. Well, uh, I'll tell you first that I'm Jordan. And I'm Jared. And welcome back to the JNJ Securicast podcast, a podcast about, uh, who cares? We care. It's stuff we care about. Who cares, Jared? Who cares? You're right. But Well, it's stuff we care about. Yeah, and if you don't care about it, you can check the time codes in the description that I'm going to take the time to write out after during editing. But today we're going to be talking about things like a bunch of shows that I finished. Or started. Yep. Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants taking uh, the fighting game community by storm, oh. and not in Smash. Oh yeah. Uh, we got a speaking of uh, speaking of Smash, we got a new Switch to play Smash on. Yeah, we got a new Switch to play. Smash. Uh, new He-Man. New He-Man. Oh my God. Yes. And, um, only a smidge of wrestling news. Only a smidge. We're gonna touch on that only a little today. But our main topic today, Jordan, you tell him. Yes, uh, we've both finally seen Black Widow. Well, not finally, but it has finally come out, and yes. we have gone to see it. We went to see it this weekend. Mm-hmm. We went to. It was and we had a lovely time. Yep. And a lovely watch. One thing I will say, uh, real quick, is my aunt is crazy. Is that, yes, um, I know that. <laughs> well, no, I mean she she's a nice lady. <laughs> she, I love her. She's she's um, I, she's uh, strong-minded and boisterous and energetic. I'll yes, say that. I love her. I love her very much. Uh, we had yes. We had a small moment where I was like, I haven't seen that many Marvel movies with you with her. With her and I was like, and she was like, we've seen a bunch. And I'm like, really? I got confused. Yeah. But she little reacted a bit. Yeah, much. it's I just love her. like yeah. It's just because I guess because the, uh, these movies are more spaced out than we think they are. Like, did you see them in theaters at their release date? 
with her, yeah, most of them, I, or at least the ones that she was mentioning, yes. I saw Endgame on opening night with okay. her and my ex. I saw mm-hmm. Captain Marvel with her, I think. Because um, I just that was the one I remember I was just waiting forever to see because I just partially didn't, uh, not didn't care, but like I'd heard mixed things, at least about also the actress. Yeah. Time. Um, but yeah, we'll get- and well, and and also the fact that yeah, also the fact that Captain Marvel came out like four to six weeks before Endgame did, and that's all that people were talking about. So yeah, exactly. Everyone was excited for Endgame. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but enough of Marvel and that the universe. We'll get to the latest film in that a little later. For now, let me start off with a few episode corrections because I had a few things to mention or uh, corrections and notes. Um, I don't know if we mentioned this, but uh, Mojo Raleigh was in the Snake Eyes trailer. Yeah, I completely, I completely missed this. Uh, cat, catch me up on that. Let me look up some images. Oh yeah, I see him now. Yeah, it's the, it's that very I'm opening pictures of, the of him now. Yeah, the very opening of the trailer. Oh, okay then. Yeah, is a face-off basically between our main character Snake Eyes. I assume that's what we're calling him, and um, having a fight in some sort of abandoned place, and he's fighting Mojo Raleigh. Nice. Under yeah, good for him. Yeah, definitely. Good for uh, him getting some work. That's really nice. Yeah, I uh, I actually listened this past week to his interview with Chris Van Fleet, and uh, apparently it was uh, he is also doing really well financially. Like helping out, he would help a lot of the wrestlers out with financial advice, and just through different opportunities, he got this role. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, right. Oh, that's awesome. Good for him. Yeah, I'm very happy for him. Um, so next, I had an episode 25 corrections. Uh, oh, yeah, I was doing corrections for the previous episode, and Jordan called Halo Infinite Halo 5. Happens. Did I? Apparently. I don't know. It happened in corrections. There's, there's it doesn't been, matter. There's been a billion different Halo games. It was me making a correction. I just made a correction about our corrections from another episode, basically correcting two episodes somehow. I don't know why I do this sometimes. I don't know. I said Hunter from Bad Batch had a slower speech. It was more like Rambo. And, uh, yeah, he is Rambo. Yeah, he is Rambo. <laughs> the look is... He is just Rambo. Yeah. I'm disappointed that he didn't give him, like, the lisp. Oh, I would have loved that. Although that would have been, like, I would have been laughing at him the whole time. Well, I couldn't I, take it seriously. It's le- it's less of a lisp and more of just a talking with your lower lip always uh, out. Okay. Then, or so your lower half of your jaw always kind of more forward than the rest of your mouth. Like, this. Yeah, it's like a bucket mouth or something. I don't know. <laughs> I see um, you're trying to do face. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And there was one thing that I meant to mention is that Marvel did a small change actually to WandaVision. I don't know if okay, you heard about they, this. Okay, they edited some stuff? They edited in the very, la- you know the last scene how it's a zoom in on her at that house and she's doing something while also all astral, project- astral projecting? Yeah, I remember that scene, yeah. Yeah, so basically they added something that looks... They they took out some trees, I think. They made a little bit more dead trees around it for some reason. And something that looks to a lot of people like a floating um, Doctor Strange, apparently. Who was apparently supposed to make an appearance in the show. Yeah, I can see that, yeah. it. He was barely visible. I... I saw it, but didn't see it. Was he in like the, was like a bit his cape like in the reflection of a window or something? I, I, you know what? Let me look it up. Let me look up this WandaVision because like, yeah, because now because now that's obviously got me thinking like, okay, so the next Doctor Strange movie is gonna lead directly in uh, directly from WandaVision. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I hate like because it's like it's almost like nothing. Here. Okay. There Man. it is for you guys is that they have this, like, tiny floating person maybe here. 
Oh, really? Um, oh, it's that small? Yeah. Okay, first of all, you can see a little bit of the change of the scenery here in this photo. Yeah. If you look right at the lake. Uh-huh, I can see it, yeah. And uh, some of the trees up here are different. Yeah, the trees are kind of... There's more trees. But what everyone else has been saying is that there's been, like, this floating Doctor Strange. And I personally am not seeing it. Yeah, me neither. I don't know. It's it. They zoom in on, on like where was the image? On there. Yeah, right there. It's like if they're adding, it's like really subtle. And also, I can't really see it from here. Me neither. I tried even looking at it on the big TV at my house, hmm. and I I didn't see it. Just didn't. Yeah. Oh well. You I, don't have you don't have one of those 4K Smurf TVs here, <laughs> no. Jared. But we almost got one. We almost yeah. got one. We were, uh, my my dad was like was trying to convince my mom to get an 82 inch tv a few months ago 82 (laughs) inches i think we've got a 64 inch right now as it is um and i mean you've been to my house and (laughs) it's fine i think also at the time we were trying uh, there was some sort of sale on just monitors in general and we were gonna probably get some new computer monitors too so like and uh that just didn't happen i don't know why Mm. i guess we didn't convince my mom enough yeah, or maybe wait till there's a sale on monitors. Yeah, again, I'll have to do that. Um, but that was the, the last correction. Other than now, we have a record of last episode. Uh, me making a mistake with alcohol twice. Hey, hey, yep. There's uh, gonna be one more. That means uh, whenever that is, who knows? Um, but let's start that off by having a shot right now. Just yeah, no, 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 no. I'm good. I'm not gonna do that now. <laughs> Welcome to the J&J Securecast podcast, where we got booze, botches, and alcohol accidents abound. Oh, yeah. Booze, par- uh, oh god, it would have been better if you put party fouls in there somehow. Okay, uh... Booze, va- oh, never mind, actually, your, your thing was fine. I can't think of anything mm, better. I'm trying to- uh, Vodka violations. I like it. And also you get me getting a slightly deep voice sometimes when I hit my vape. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Um, we also have a few, um, a few uh, famous people who have unfortunately passed away recently, and uh, yeah, and uh, we have three big ones. Um, one of them is uh, Rich, uh, director Richard Donner, who was the director of the Lethal Weapon movies and the first two Superman, or most of the. Richard Donner had like was the original director on the first, on the second Superman, but then got replaced, and then they yeah. made all they had him, they had um. Well, you know, before there was the uh, the Snyder cut, there was the Donner cut. Yeah, that's right. Because he he, I correct me if I'm wrong. Because Richard Donner directed most of the movie, and then like at the eleventh hour, he got like fired. Yep, most and like replaced with someone else. Because I believe they filmed those two Superman films. I think back to back. Yeah, concurrently, because they were gonna be one whole large film at first. Oh God. Yeah, exactly. And maybe the problems with it is what led to the uh, change of director. Um, but yeah. rest in peace. Mm. We lost uh, Robert Downey Sr., father oh. of Robert Downey Jr. Very sad. Uh, I, why am I forgetting what movies he's done? Because I know I've seen a few of his movies, or at least a few movies that he's been in. Robert Downey Sr. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at these. Boogie Nights. Okay, Boogie Nights, yeah. That's a big one. Um, man, I thought there was a little bit, there was more, oh, Tower Heist. Mm. It was The Judge. Oh, for only a small bit of it, I think. I guess there was a lot less than I remembered him for, but, you know, he's the father of actor Robert Downey uh, Jr., who's obviously uh, Tony Stark Iron Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. 
Uh, so rest in peace to him. And uh, our last one is uh, Mr. Oh, thank you very much for the follow, Stephen with a PH. Thank you so much. Hello. Welcome. Um, and our uh, last, <laughs> the last person that we have on this list of people who have unfortunately passed on is uh, Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. Yes. Main. Yeah, one of uh, one of Hulk Hogan's greatest in-ring opponents. Yep. Uh, also drew one of the drew one of the biggest house shows of all time with really? Hogan. Yeah, it was called. Um, oh God, what was it called? The big event or something? Let me get up the attendance figures here. I'll, I'll uh, let him look that up while I also mention that he teamed up with uh, Rob, Roddy Piper to face against Hulk Hogan and Mr. T in the main event of the first ever WrestleMania. That's right. Mr. T, of course, replacing Jimmy Snuka for some reason. Yeah, here we go. WWE, the big event. The big August 28th, 1986, in the Exhibition Stadium in Toronto, Ontario, drew a crowd of over 74,000 fans, which at the time set uh, a record for probably one of the largest uh, outdoor attended events of all time. Mm-hmm. That's uh, wow. I'm trying to I'm trying to find actual like actual like uh, tickets. That were sold here, but it was one of the biggest events ever. And um, you know, uh, this was like Paul Orndorff was actually kind of not a lot of people talk about him. Like no, a lot of people talk about like Hogan and Savage and stuff like that. But Orndorff was kind of instrumental in like being one of the big heels that kind of kicked off Hulkamania. Yeah, few, uh, feud of the year with the Wrestling Observer in 1986, WWE Hall of Fame 2005. Uh, d- d- more feud of the years with Hogan, like he, m- and and a match of the year with uh, in that WrestleMania fir- one match uh, in PWI's 19. 19- uh, it was the PWI's match of the year for 1985. Yeah, I re- I messed up my order of talking there. <laughs> oh well, La- d- d- he will be sorely missed. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was. Uh, oh, it's unknown. It currently says shortly after being diagnosed with dementia. Uh, though uh, it is unknown whether or not dementia played a role in his death. Though, oh, that's that's upsetting. Mm. Um, yeah. Spe- actually, uh, that's all for deaths. But I'm gonna actually, you know what? Jump to wrestling for a sec. Because speaking of dementia, a certain le- wrestling legend has just recently mm. been diagnosed with dementia, and that would be uh, Terry Funk. Yeah, poor guy. Poor guy. He's currently living in um, some assisted living facility, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. That's what his family had tweeted out on his Twitter account. I can hear my dogs. <laughs> Foxy wants to say hello. Both of them are just downstairs barking at the door, I bet. I don't know what. But it's definitely getting picked up because I've heard it when I when editing. <laughs> yeah. God, what if it's what if it's Terry Funk? Oh boy. He doesn't know what I heard you were talking. I was about heard you were talking shit, Jared. <laughs> that was a terrible Terry Funk impression. I don't know why I, I did that. I heard you were talking shit, Jared. I don't know. There we go, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm talking about, like, Terry Funk, like, some of, like, his greatest moments. Of course, he, like, uh, he, you know, was big deal in, like, the uh, NWA territory days. Moved on to doing stupid, crazy, not crazy extreme stuff at ECW. ECW. And he just, like, he... Not just He ECW. seems like one of those wrestlers that's... What, sorry? Not just ECW. Oh, yeah. No, FMW. WWE, WCW. He was, he's literally been everywhere. Yep. FMW. And seen everything. I say FMW because now I think of the exploding barbed wire death match he had with Onita. Oh, God. Yeah. That's right. He, I uh, think, yeah. was it part... I don't remember if it was him or... 
or someone else was watching a video recently and they mentioned how ECW had only one actual barbed wire match ever and it's because they were having trouble kick cutting the guys out of the barbed wire match I know Sabu was in it I don't remember if his opponent was Sandman or Terry Funk I, I I remember seeing clips with against uh, of Terry Funk and Sabu in a barbed wire match where like the ropes were replaced with barbed wire. So yeah. that must have been it. Must have been that. And hey, they had the one match ever there in uh in uh, ECW or the one barbed wire match ever in ECW. And I guess it must have either been that good or that bad. <laughs> yeah, I I bet it was well either that or like or like Sabu came back in the dress room and it's like we are never doing that again that sucked oh god I and, if Sab- and if and if, uh, and if and if sabu is saying that then like that 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 should be taken to heart mm-hmm. and uh one more piece of uh wrestling or uh, one piece of wrestling news um for maybe well, i don't know you can mention something you mentioned also earlier about the viewership actually last night before we came on yeah aw dynamite uh episode episodes last night the latest one uh fighter fest night one i believe mm-hmm. um broke over uh um, one million live views which wow. um it's always cool to see aw get over that one million viewers mark um i believe that's just counting uh people watching live and not dvr or anything like that yes um jared have you seen that yet oh of course i watched aw every okay. night Okay, right, I gotta ask you. How do, I've because I've seen the, I've seen the segment. How do you feel about like Malachi Black so far? Because I'm I don't know how I feel about like him like sort of. It's not really teleporting into the ring with the lights going off. It's more of like a wrestling theatrics thing. But I don't know how do you feel about it so far. I like it. I think he needs more. I don't think he needs more people around him. But it's okay. So is okay. It, Wrestling theatrics itself, with the appearing in the ring like that, is always hokey to me. It's it's cool, yeah. but I think it depends on the character. Um, it works for Malachi Black. Yeah, it it works. It it works really for a, for a debut. Yeah, and then then that's kind of it. Yeah, yeah. that and uh, Sting and Darby Allen both can do it. So, oh yeah, Sting 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 can do whatever he wants. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's a 62-year-old man who still wrestles sometimes. Yeah, I don't know how yeah, I don't know how he's still doing it. It's it, it it's incredible, incredible work. And um but it was it was honestly still good. It was still a good night. Um it felt almost cramped at points, but it worked. Yeah, you mean like as far as like how much was in the show? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like yeah, I I looked at like I heard there was like Chris versus Matt Hardy. I'm like you could have cut that. <laughs> I think it could have been shorter, definitely. Yeah. There was if there yeah, was probably. one thing I wish that hadn't happened though. I wish there hadn't been any uh commercials during the women's match. Yeah, that, that kind of sucked. Yeah, that It was a good match. Yeah, was it uh Yuki Sakazaki? Yuki Sakazaki uh making her return and facing Penelope Ford. Yeah, yeah, I mean both both the both those both those girls are great. Oh my god, incredible. Incredible in the ring and and I'm sorry. I'm also I got another article up here that's distracting me too. But uh, definitely a show worth watching. Um, gonna watch next week's also Fighter Fest Night Two. 
uh, should also be yeah. good stuff there. I know that already they've announced um, a Texas death rematch, as I'm going to call it. Yeah. Between John Moxley and uh, Lance Archer for the IWGP US Championship. That's awesome. Yeah. Is this one of the first times where uh, a champion in North America has defended a belt? Well, aside from John Cena, has defended a, uh, their championship in back to back weeks? In AEW, yes. No, wait, no, because the TNT championship. Uh, Cody probably did it. Yeah, with the TNT championship. Um, yeah. Biggest, I think the my biggest surprise, but honest to God, also joy though from last night um, was Ricky Starks beating Brian Cage for the FTW championship. That was a great match and a great double swerve. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean Brian Cage. They they they're like, yeah, we need to kind of turn Brian Cage babyface because look at him. Oh yeah, look at him and look, <laughs> look at these interactions that he's having with them. Um, at first, it seemed like Will Hobbs wasn't gonna screw over, uh, wasn't gonna help Ricky Starks screw over Brian Cage with hitting the belt, but then he does because Ricky orig- Ricky goes to the belt to try and do it himself, and uh, Will Hobbs yeah. is like, no, no, holding the belt. And then yeah. at one point, Brian Cage just hits the side, and that's when Will Hobbs hits him with the belt. Yeah. And uh, to, lure, to lure him to a false sense of security. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. And uh, it was a, uh, just a great match. That, if any of the matches from last night there are, to re- you should rewatch that, and of course, the coffin match, which was. Yeah, definitely. Mm, beautiful. Okay. Um, but one more piece of wrestling news. Or, uh, actually, I got two. Good, uh, good for Sheamus. He got engaged. I, yeah, I saw. I saw that like an hour ago. I saw an image of that. That's very nice. Yes, but I didn't know he was. I don't know he was seeing someone. I guess, but yeah, I, I probably doesn't say much about it. Yeah, uh, hey, good for him to keep his his uh, wrestling life as home life private. Some people yeah. need that. As uh, as 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 Kevin Nash once said about uh, about. Uh, the someone from W staff going to him and said like, oh, WrestleMania's in town. Why don't you fight your wife? Kevin Nash just went, I don't want her going near the pirate ship. <laughs> no way. <laughs> but but yeah, so that's so that's so yeah, that's good. I'm good. Yeah, good for Sheamus. Yeah, good for that. Um, but let's talk about something that's now a little upsetting. Wrestler, uh, ind- independent wrestler Michael Elgin has been arrested for val- uh, for violation of a protective order against. Yeah, what the hell is up with this? So okay, let's see. He, it was uh, he was arrested last month for violating a protective order. Uh, on the 29th, he was re- arrested in Bellevue, Belleville, Illinois, and charged with violation. Oh my goodness! I don't know if you can hear my dogs, <laughs> but like every bark right now. Yeah, Every they don't part. like Michael Elgin. I guess not. Hey, let me let me put the article I'm looking at right here for you, and I'll be right yes. back to try and shut them up. <laughs> yeah, I just put sure. it in the J and Jake typeouts. Okay, then I I'll I'll find it. Bear with me, folks. Uh so nice knowing that I've been doing this with Jared since uh, the end of uh, 2020, and I still. Don't know how uh, Discord works. There we go. Here's the thing. Uh, right. So we'll take you to. Yeah, that's where I want to go. <laughs> this is riveting, folks. This is absolutely riveting content. Hold on. All right. Elgin was arrested on Tuesday, June 29th by police in Belleville, Illinois, charged with violation of protection order. Uh, oh my God. 
The order of protection was filed and served Elgin on May 12th of this year by Elgin's ex-fiance. Uh, she alleges that he violated the order multiple times between June 7th and June 14th using alias names and email addresses to try and make contact. Okay, well, I mean, first of all... What happened? Even attempting to contact her through her mother. Okay, first of all, it's like, if, if you're... If you... If you get sent a protective order to leave a person alone, that's a clear sign of, Stay hey, away. we should not talk to this person anymore. And, hey, guess what? If you don't talk to this person anymore, guess what? Nothing bad happens to you anymore. Exactly. And uh, Nothing bad happens to either party. So, oh, no, Foxy. Yeah, I grabbed I Foxy while I was at it. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> We needed to balance out the set, the bad story with a good, with a good doggo. So here's a good doggo. Yes, cute doggo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, this, this, this whole Michael Delgan situation. I mean, I never really, as I mean, I never really cared much for him as a wrestler. But yeah, uh, but mm. now it's like, yeah, I don't care about uh, him as a person. Yep. So, uh, so this guy is out of here. He is out of here. He's out of wrestling. Yep. Speaking of which, let's let's let us get out of wrestling and uh, get into uh, a little bit of. I, oh, I only put one thing for J and J Travels here, but uh, I went to a Summit parking garage for Independence Day to watch fireworks. Yeah, it was fun. How, yeah, how were the fireworks? They were f- they were they were really nice. So I so there was one night I think it was, I think it was July Fourth where I could see fireworks outside of my window. Oh, like they were that close. I don't know where they were firing from. But I mean, there is like um, there is an elementary school like park, mm-hmm. but it's I don't think it's big enough to like have like the facilities or the setup to have like a big fireworks display. Mm. I know they have one. So in- it must have been someone at the end of the street doing it. But mm. yeah, that was crazy. I saw it from a house. I know that it, in my town, they do it from like a cer- uh, they do it at a certain park every year. I didn't go. Um <laughs> And we were just looking for any fireworks really that day. But actually, a different interesting fireworks story that I can tell now that happened, I think, was it two days ago? T- two days ago. Two days ago. Mm. So I was in the back of my work. I was not, not in the back of my work. I was just at work when all of a sudden I hear this loud explosion sounding thing. And I had no mm. idea what it was. Like, absolutely no idea. I run out like I thought maybe a, a truck had like crushed into the crashed into the, the side of our building. But no, the building side looked fine. So I ran to the back and ran out and looked outside. Big cloud of smoke coming towards me. Not sure. Not sure at all what it is. I think maybe there's a crash or a fire. I go close to it. Nothing. I wasn't sure. And then all of a sudden I get close and I see something that looks like a cone. It was like a firework that had like almost been exploded from the bottom or something. Oh, Okay. It was just, it was, it was a used firework. It was just on the ground. It had been, it made a huge explosion. Like the other side businesses around us were confused at all hell what happened. Except for one of the businesses where nobody came outside. And I was very confused about that. <laughs> Which business was that? The what Chinese did they restaurant sell? next door. Okay. So they, they probably, they probably just didn't care. Probably. Cause there's also like this truck business where the trucks just sit on the, uh, in between us and in between us, the Chinese restaurant and this factory, I think, or company behind, uh, behind my job that sells doors or makes doors. Mm. I only know that they make doors cause the guy, cause one of the guys who works there and has seen me walk outside to help people is like, 
I work over there. I've seen you guys, you, you help people on the back. It's like, oh, yeah. What do you guys mm. do over there anyway? We make doors. Cool. Cool, man. <laughs> doors. Yeah. Hey, uh, man, doors, doors are, doors are, you need doors. Doors yes, are important. There exactly. will always be a need for doors. Exactly. I remember one of our early episodes when we were both here and my dad came in, opened the door, didn't knock, and was like, you need to move your car now. I was like, dad, I'm in the middle of the show. Just do it. It's like, no, you need to move your car now. I was okay. like, dude. And I had you continue it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, puppy girl. You okay? God, those are the days. Oh, my goodness. We need, we need to have another episode in person again. We haven't had one of those in a while. Yeah, we should let's, probably do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. You know what? Because it's easier to do it separate, but we need to do one episode a month together. In the same Yeah, room. it sounds good to me. That's, a, that's, yes. a, that's you guys hearing us do some planning live right now on the show. Yeah. And, uh, speak, and because you guys will be planning to hopefully watch us again in the future, speaking of watching things, what are we watching? God, do we just get to this segment? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh my God. All right. So I'll I'll go through what I watched first since I only watched really one thing today. Um, mm-hmm. I started um, I started to watch the Dark Side of the Ring, the new the newest season that came out. Mm-hmm. I was I was only able to watch one episode, but I'm like, all right, I have to watch the Collision in Korea mm-hmm. episode because you've seen that, right? Yes, I've seen it. Because that is just one of the most fascinating wrestling shows in history. Um, so, I mean, basically what it just is, this happened in the early to mid-90s, somewhere around that time. It was uh, WCW Wrestling, uh, World Championship Wrestling, yep. where... And New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, in collaboration with... Uh, in collaboration with New Japan Pro Wrestling, um, because uh, the leader of... The founder of New Japan Pro Wrestling, Antonio uh, Inoki... Inoki yeah, he was uh, he was actually big into politics at that time, and he was in uh, negotiations, and somehow a conversation uh, started up, and he had this, I don't know if it was his idea, but the idea came up of like, hey, why not bring a bunch of WCW and New Japan wrestlers to uh, Pyongyang in North Korea to have some wrestling matches during uh, during a peace festival over there? And Antonio Inoki contacted uh, Eric Bischoff. Yep. And said like, "Hey, I'm doing this thing. Do you want to? Do you want to come and 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 do you want to come?" And Eric Bischoff said like, "Yeah, sure. Like Vince McMahon's never re- ha- held a wrestling show in North Korea before, so let's do we'll it. Beat him to it. Exactly. And it it was a nightmare. <laughs> it was it certainly an absolute was a wrestling nightmare show. Going. It, it was. I mean, the attendance was massive. Granted, it was forced attendance." But it was like over almost like two over uh, one hundred ninety thousand people over across those two days. Yeah, basically. Um, I think it was like the, the stadium hit could fit almost two hundred thousand in there. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, I'm. I mean, it was impressive. It's literally um, the world's the largest actual, stadium. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, regard. I mean, the, the whole the actual episode from Dark Side of the Ring uh, really talks about mostly about the build up to it. Yeah. Um, and like the days leading into it, and it was kind of um, it's kind of amazing how close all of these wrestlers came close to like just getting killed. Oh yeah. By by officials, like even like the scene at like the pool table. Oh my god. It, it, it they're playing pool guys. Yeah, and the ball just and like the guard was like offended when like one of the wrestlers kind of missed 
hitting the uh, the, uh, the what do you call the white the ball? Q. The cue ball, yeah, and it bounced off the table and landed on the floor. He was he, he was like offended and started yelling at them. Yeah, Jesus, and smashed like, all it the balls. It was just ridiculous. Yeah, for one thing, that's a like, really hard, just ba- terrifying. Yeah, for one thing, that's a really like, hard absolutely table. terrifying. Yeah, and uh, the one scene that I kind of stuck out to me was um, not only was um, a lot of WCW New Japan wrestlers there, uh, like Ric Flair was there. Uh, Hawk from the uh, Road Warriors was there, but um, oh, yeah. a couple other guests were there. Muhammad Ali was there. Oh yeah, as well. Yeah, Muhammad Ali's there. And the one scene that he had, like it does, it, it covers him like in the airport right before they went there. No, and it was when they were there. Right when they where they got just, there. Yeah, right when they got there, and then uh, there was scene later on where it was, I think it was right before they went to the actual wrestling event where they were ushered to like this ancient temple mm-hmm. in the city. And Muhammad Ali just saw like the giant flight of stairs up leading up to the temple entrance, and he just basically pulled a Rocky and just went up and just jogged all the way up those stairs to do some shadow boxing. Yep. And the wrestlers were like, it was like the damnedest thing we've ever seen. It was like it was like the Muhammad Ali in his prime or something like that, oh, the way man. he moved. Hmm. I'm wondering if that was just like his Muhammad Ali, like, I don't know much about him, but I wonder if that was just him trying to cope with the craziness of the situation and let off some steam because... He had to um, been stressed out too, yeah. Oh my god, I can't imagine. Like, and a lot of the, uh, and a lot of the wrestlers were not handling it as well. No. Particularly with, like, two Cold Scorpio and Hawk. I, I, I don't know what was going on there. Oh yeah, they had some like personal issues and like almost tried to stab each other like for real. Yeah, like like Tuco Scorpio actually like made a shiv and and Benma was like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, like, don't do this, please yeah, don't. Benma Can we wait like, until dude. we get home? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was Collision. In, that was what I watched. Uh, Collision Korea, weird stuff. Gotta watch more of uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Nice. I I took some time and well, it's been two weeks since our last episode, so I've had a lot of time to watch stuff and listen to stuff and let's let me go into what I've watched so far. Um, I ended two shows. Uh, yeah. As we'd been discussing, I finally ended the Star Wars The Clone Wars. Um, hey. As I put, Jared goes through the emotional roller coaster of Order 66 in Clone Wars. How does it feel to have your heart ripped out, Jared? <sighs> I think it really got me, like, when, Re- uh, as I put here, the single tear from Rex. When Rex goes, those men out there, my brothers... Are are getting ready to are going to kill us no, with nothing, and then the helmet's taken off by Ahsoka. The one tear, and I'm like, Rex, no, your brothers, your brothers. Yeah. I don't know. It was it was very emotional, and I after watching that, it made me watch want to watch the first Bad Batch episode because you told me that it hops right into that, and I was like, oh yeah. Pretty much immediately after that, yeah. Yeah. So okay, the that is the guy that runs away, the Jedi that runs away, Caleb Dune, I think. Is he from Rebels? He is. Yeah. Okay. He's the he's the older uh, he's the older Jedi who from from Rebels. Yeah. Okay. He's the uh, he's Kanan. Okay. I gotta uh, I gotta check out that show. Yeah, I actually watched. Um, I've watched bits and pieces of Rebels. It's actually really quite good. Uh, a lot of people dismissed it for like the more cartoony art style, but it's actually pretty right, especially the later episodes. Yeah. Okay. I noticed just by looking at some of the um, at some imagery imagery from the show that um, it, 
it really does look a little bit more cartoony, almost like the block uh, the blockiness of Clone Wars, but more like colorful. Yeah, it's more vibrant. It's, yeah, it's and it looks and it looks a little more. It looks it's it looks more lighthearted. Yeah, Clone Wars colors and can it sometimes is at be points. a little more faded. I feel, but this show, or at least the for the promo work from Rebels, looks a lot more bright. Yeah, definitely. I, I a way I would describe it is that Clone Wars is a show that isn't that has like dust and debris in it, whereas Rebels doesn't really have that. If that makes yeah. any sense, makes sense. <laughs> um. But yeah, if I could uh, go on from there, great emotional roller coaster. I then watched some of the greatest anime fighting ever because I binged the Tournament of Power. Oh, yeah? Oh, so much good fights. Yeah, now this is, you're going to have to help me, Jared, because I'm not a Dragon Ball guy. Is This is the this is the, this, the tournament before Jiren or the Jiren this tournament? Is that, that is the tournament that involves Jiren, yes. Okay, then. So, so you've seen all of it. Start to finish, okay. every person be eliminated or uh, or survive. Um, the last one to survive is the, we saw the last universe that survived, obviously being our heroes, and uh, what happened after that. Um, yeah. Then how it leads right into Broly, like almost right into Bro- the Broly movie that I also rewatched. Yeah, yeah, that movie's so good. Um, Kale Kefla was cool at becoming cauliflower. Kale and Kalifla becoming Kefla was cool. There we go. <laughs> yeah. But I, at the same time, I was like, how can you activate the super legend, the super, uh, the, what's it called? The legendary powers, though, while only one of you is the legendary. It, I, I thought that powers had to be kind of equal-ish. Uh, it's magic. Yeah, you're right. It's magic. It's, and it, it's magic superpowers. It's yeah. fine. It's magic. Uh, speaking of magic superpowers, yeah. I want to ask, like, Ultra Instinct. Um, I like how that's a form that that it's like Goku is like, I have no idea how to actually control this. Yeah. I don't think he really even understood how to really activate it either. No. I, I And that's and that's something that I do like a trope of, like, a, a form that 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 is just, like, you... Like, how does it work? I don't know. Mm-hmm. And that's actually, that kind of makes it a little bit scary yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. If used the right way. Um, Universe 3 with all the robots was kind of annoying at times. Yeah. Um, and so was, I think, Universe 2, the R- Ribrian. Ribrian, that group. The ones who yeah, were like, not love will universes- we'll help our universe. Yeah, not all. Honestly, yeah, not like these are clearly some of them are clearly characters that were just written to fill out the numbers. Yeah, like all of episode, like all of Universe Nine, who was eliminated in the second episode of the tournament. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I, 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 sorry for the spoiler, but if you, uh, but if you are planning on watching, they do a preliminary tournament thing where they do three on three matches, and it's Universe Seven versus Universe Nine. Universe Nine loses already, so you, them being eliminated first makes sense. Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, it was a great tournament. Definitely recommend it as a watch. Um, it's like I get that parts of uh, of of Super can be slow or boring, but really getting to this tournament yeah. was so exciting. I did not want to stop watching. Yeah, I mean, even though it, I mean, the, I mean. Even though it had Jiren in it, which I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Is Jiren like as boring as you were told he was gonna be? Slightly, but not. Also, I I liked him. I I didn't think it. I think he could have fought more. Maybe I think that a lot of guy we could have seen a lot of people fight more. 
Yeah. I, I feel like he's one of those characters where he was he's written to be too strong and then like the I guess writing kinda realized like we can't really have him walking around all that too much because then we can't have a story no not really no so he kind of has to be stationary like i feel like that's that seems to be the case with him Mm. he just needs someone to fight and i hope that they do fight him again yeah yeah uh i think uh, oh uh one more thing oh i listened a little bit to the first the official avatar the last airbender podcast that only recently started it has okay. Janet Varney, voice of Korra, and Dante Bosco, voice of Zuko and General Iroh. You have to say General Iroh because that's the character, the name, the character name from Korra, and you don't want to mistake that with when Iroh actually shows up. Whatever. Okay. Um, I learned some cool things, like Dave Filoni from Star Wars, who you know, who's head of Star Wars st- studio. He's, he's head of Star Wars studio. Yeah, directed a few episodes of Avatar: The Last Airbender. And no wonder he's doing so successfully now. <laughs> yeah, from from humble beginnings. Mm-hmm. From humble beginnings of like doing really high quality stuff. Mm-hmm. Real high quality animation and other things. And uh, that's uh, hey, li- I listened to the first episode and a half so far. I think there's five out right now, and it's been good stuff so far. I need to catch mm-hmm. up. And uh, the other night, I randomly just decided to put on Monsters at Work because I know we discussed it um, as yes. the show. And worth it. Um, really? It's really cute and neat. And a little, but I mean, some first episode tropey things happen. Uh, or no, mm. but they happen in the second episode more. But I think, what was it there? Uh, it, so it, this is the, the Monsters at Work series takes place right after Monsters at Work. Or no, Monsters Inc. Okay. After Monsters Inc. Yeah, the show Monsters at Work takes place directly after the movie. Yeah, yeah. not like not even directly, because at the end of the movie you see that they seem to be like have been in some progress, like they've been doing it for some months. This is probably like a week or two after the after the everything that happened in Monsters Inc. Okay, um, so they're like a week into the uh, to the or a month. Not, no more screams, only yeah. laughs. Yeah, exactly. Priority. Yeah. It was a really recent change. Like Mike is the one doing a lot of the the getting a lot of the uh, doing a lot of the comedy. Like you see at the end of his of the movie, um, he starts to teach a class. Um, <laughs> he okay. does an energy drink to try and. T- oh my god, they have this great joke on uh, energy drinks or like hour lasting energies. Like they go like, "Hey, take this thirty six and a half hour energy. This thirty six hour energy." I take two of those when I'm run out of my 72 hour energy. It's twice as good as as the 18 as the 18 and a half hour energy. Good lord, <sighs> gets a little ridiculous. <laughs> oh, that well, that I was... can't imagine drinking those. No, me neither. Um, but then Mike goes on to teach a comedy class really, really fast. <laughs> 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 Uh, they kept also, oh my god, they kept, they, all, all the background characters and players that you might have seen in that original movie are there. Uh, it's a lot of fun at first. It's cute and neat, and I probably am honestly going to watch it, I, I'll keep watching it as we as it goes on to just talk about how cool, how cute it is. Yeah, um, and you got, um, you got all the, you got all your characters, including, uh, oh god, who's the slug receptionist lady? What's her name? Oh, Roz. Every time I feel... Roz, thank you. You gotta get that paperwork, Mr. Wazowski. Mike. <laughs> I don't want I don't want to hear any arguing. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but every time I do that, it hurts my voice. 
Oh yeah, I got. I imagine. So how about um, instead of me continuing that voice, I let you do some talking. You talk about what we you gamed. Yes, I I gamed I gamed one thing over the past couple weeks. Um, I finally because I got a I got a PS Five. I mentioned that last episode. Yep. Also, let's get this um, little party rolling a little bit more. By the way, because we we're yeah, like, I booted up. We're like an hour in. Yeah, I yeah, think. almost. Yeah, yeah. We're getting close to it. Yeah. Yeah, I played Marvel Spider-Man, the PS4 game, the new Spider-Man game that came mm. out a couple years ago. Brand new. Uh, took some notes. Uh, game's a lot of fun. I had the huge smile on my, f- on my face when webbing through the city. It felt like you could actually be Spider-Man? felt that in a very long time. What? You felt like you actually were Spider-Man? I was Spider-Man, yes. Nice. That's I was a Spider-Man. <clears throat> yeah, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I, I wasn't saying anything. You <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, Jared. All right, you, Jared almost died, folks. Uh, <laughs> Again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Plots. N- the plot is nothing crazy revolutionary, but it's like well told yep. and smart. It makes you care about the characters. Um, the unlockable suits you have are absolutely fantastic. You've got everything from the Scarlet Spider to the Spider-Man Noir to uh, some kind of weird Ghost Rider-looking Spider-Man. I don't Ooh. quite know what's about that, but. Uh, you got a bunch of stuff. Um, the PS5 remastered version comes with uh, a bunch of the classic, like, Tobey Maguire suit, uh, the Andrew Garfield suit, oh. uh, f- Spider-Man Far From Home suit, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, speaking of Spider-Man uh, the suits. suits are incredible. Speaking of suits, oh, sorry? Real, speaking of suits real quick, did you see that image of the new one for uh, No Way Home? I saw the one that was, like, red, and I saw the other one that was, like, kind of, like, black and gold. Yeah, apparently it's some sort of, like, magic-esque shoot, suit, maybe. I'm not sure. It might have something to do with the yeah, multiverse. I can see that. Yeah, probably. Which, it's probably a multiverse suit. Yeah, we'll talk about multiverse next week, because we're going to save uh, Loki talk for next week. Yeah, yeah, because uh, guess, guess we didn't finish the last episode in time. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, it's, I'll, I'll get to it, though. Yeah. It'll give me time uh, to think boss more on fights. the series. <laughs> Boss fights are really good set pieces. Uh, Kingpin, Mr. Negative, uh, Doc Ock, Scorpion, Vulture. They're all fun. Um, a lot more varied, a lot more fun than the bosses in the Arkham games, which people have drawn basically because of the combat. A lot of people have drawn comparisons from to this game to uh, the Batman Arkham games, which mm-hmm. I can say that honestly, this Spider-Man game is a lot more fun than the Batman games. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, not to say that the Arkham games are bad or anything. They're 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 great, but this this game is just up just one level above. Um, only negative. Only the only real complaint I have is like there are these stealth sections where you control Mary Jane, and they're kind of the worst part of the game. Oh, simply because they're not awful, but they're just they they kind of take you out of the action of being Spider Man, and they kind of make me dislike MJ. Hmm even though she has a valid point in, in trying to trying to help when Spider-Man's like, no, what are you doing? Like you, it's like, you don't have superpowers, but she's like, yeah, I'm not, but I'm not made of glass either. <laughs> True that. <laughs> Which is a valid point, but just like playing those stealth segments, taking out of the action of Spider-Man, kind of a bit of a drag. But other than that, Spider-Man game is great. I just finished the base game uh, and I can't wait to start the DLC. And nice. then... The Miles Morales expansion. Ooh. Oh, that should be good. So I'm really excited for that. Right. Yeah, that's Spider-Man and uh, two thumbs up. That's that that was worth the wait. Nice. I um I didn't do as much gaming, if I'm being honest. I uh I started case four finally of Ace Attorney back up with Tamir. Um Edgeworth is in some trouble because he might have killed somebody. 
Um, he might have killed somebody who screwed over his father, maybe. Um, or he killed his father. I'm not sure which. Yeah. Did Did he kill him because he because he was denied uh, the uh, updated autopsy report? I will say this: we did not get an autopsy report when we first asked for one, which was weird. Really? Okay. Yes, we got. We did get That's one eventually, but we didn't get one when we wanted it. Okay. So yeah, the 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 meat. You don't find the meme. The meme comes and finds you. Exactly. Basically. <laughs> exactly. And this is and this is how the gumshoe voice I or the voice I use for gumshoe, and he's uh, he's really on the case for this one. That little that that screwball guy, that that, that Dumbo. <laughs> okay, uh, we we me and him voice acted you, uh, a lot too, and uh, he plays as both Edgeworth and uh, and Phoenix, while I play. I always play the girl characters because <laughs> I can do girl voices. Okay. I always nice. let Maya or Mia have this voice, and then I always let Mia have this voice, and then I let Maya have this voice because it sounds annoying, and I like it. <laughs> oh my god! Exactly. <laughs> But I also did a little bit of other gaming too that I just want to say. Uh, Doki Doki Literature Club was recently released on the Switch, or Doki Doki Literature Club yeah. Plus, and I started a little bit of that last week with my buddy Andrew, and hopefully we're going to continue this on subsequent Mondays or Tuesdays whenever we can uh, as the future comes. But that's really all I gamed. That's all I got. Uh, yeah, Doki Doki, we're still doing that. It's fun so far. Can't wait for Andrew to see the twists. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, Is, I, isn't you, this game like gonna get like super dark? Yes. Oh God! Yes. So if you want to watch me, because I, 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 I was thinking, I'm like, I've heard this game before. I haven't heard give that game before. Oh yeah, JCPS, right? Yeah. <laughs> JPCS. God. It was JPCS. Yes. Whatever. Okay. Um, but yes, that was what we gamed, and I just did a pose for some reason to think. <laughs> but next, trailers. Oh my! <laughs> Yeah, we're um, uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna speed through this real quick, or at least this first one. I put the Switch OLED. It's a slightly bigger Switch, and I'm gonna get it because I want better battery life for my Switch. Yes, and it comes with a uh, opportunity to have a wired LAN cable, yes. so you can finally play Smash online properly without having massive lag issues. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, 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 hopefully. Yes, need that. So. Definitely, uh, definitely getting that. I'm probably gonna see if my sister wants to help me. Yeah, she'll yeah. get my old switch, maybe as well. Do, yeah. Yeah, see what she wants, or if anyone else in my family wants. To, uh, we go from that really quickly to some more. I need a hero. <laughs> this song, I as the trailer was playing for this one, I'm just like, really, we're doing this song again. This, I mean, song it's great. Has been in. I think I mentioned it when we talked about Loki's first half, didn't I? I it was in Loki's first episode. Second episode. Second episode. Oh, second. Yeah, it was the beginning me. of the second episode when uh, uh, when the variant goes to attack the C twenty and her crew, and uh, mm -hmm. that circus or that uh, well, Ren Fair. Um, mm -hmm. It plays there. It is played during um, it, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy game trailer. That's right. Um, I think it was another movie trailer. What was it? One of the Suicide Squad trailers. It must have been, yeah. I don't know. It's been, like, I Need a Hero's been in so many things already this year. And then it was just in this trailer for He-Man on Netflix. That's what yes, the trailer he -Man is, by the way. He-Man Revelations. <laughs> yeah, He-Man Revolutions. He-Man he -Man is back, baby. Him and his giant, giant muscles. Um, 
I'm not a big He-Man person. I never have been. Me neither. But uh, this this thing looks fun. Yeah, this looks pretty all right. Let's you know? let's not uh, let's not dodge the the truth here. He, the original He-Man, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, what's the one with the the cat people? Uh, Thundercats. There he is. Yeah. Thundercats. Yeah. They were all cartoons that were made to sell toys. Not really much of story involved, but the people that were massive fans of it remember it very fondly for even those smaller things. And um, oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. I mean, I've seen new He-Man toys hit the shelves like this year before I even heard of like the Netflix trailer. Exactly. And and I, I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of tempted to pick a couple of them up <laughs> just to see how they work. I think I have some old He-Man and Skeletors just from like old toys for some reason. And yeah, I, I'm sure much. I've got like I've got like a Skeletor lying around somewhere. Yeah, and it was like a I had mine. I remember I had rubber hands and everything. It was very flimsy but fun. And um, yeah. I don't know what else much to say. I'm probably gonna watch it. It said part one being released, but Re- oh, yeah, okay. in the thread said part All one, right. and then the release date, which I don't remember off the top of my head. But I'm definitely gonna honestly check this out because I mean it's it, it's got to be good somehow. It's got to be somewhat good, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, but biggest trailer that uh, that we want to talk about, Nickelodeon's got its own Smash Bros. Coming soon to the main stage of Evo. Nickelodeon. Dragon Ball Fighters move out of the way. Smash Ultimate move out of the way. It's time to find out who is truly the strongest. Powder Toast Man or... I don't know the 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 the, the loud Cheek. house kid. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Nickelodeon All Star Brawl has been announced. And hi, doggy. How are you? You want to yes. come up here again? You want some? Atta- oh, she wants me to bring her downstairs. You 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 get you start. Yeah, I'll talk. talk about. It. I'll talk All about right. fighting games. Yeah, yeah. So Nickelodeon All Star Brawl has been announced, and uh, the trailers popped up for it. And I'm not gonna lie, this game looks like a lot of fun. It is basically. Let's be honest, it is a Smash Brothers clone, uh, pretty much. And it's got a variety of different characters. I'm kind of shocked that we've got characters from different eras. Like, we have characters from, obviously, we've got SpongeBob in there. We've got a couple of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, in there as well. We've got uh, Danny Phantom. We've got Danny Phantom. Uh, even again, we, yep, Danny Phantom's in there. We got and we got old characters like Powdered Toast Man Yo, from I, Ren and Stimpy. I can't wait to smash fools as Reptar Man. Reptar's Reptar's gonna be a main. Uh, oh. Nigel Thornberry's gonna be smashing. Oh my God! Everyone with the Nigel Thornberry memes. <laughs> Yes. Uh, who are they going to have? Coming back. Oh, my God. Uh, who, all right. Uh, what What was it that I saw? A, a picture that was really fast going of some of possible DLC. And I saw Zuko. I saw um, somebody from Chalk Zone. The guy from Chalk Zone. I can't remember. Ru- is it Rudy or was that somebody else? Uh, Rudy is the main protagonist. I'm trying to think of who is the... Uh... Oh, my goodness. The uh, the actual chalk, yeah, the, actual the blue chalk superhero guy. guy. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Yeah, um, me either. But um, I, I, I've seen silhouettes of, like, Ayn and Korra kicking around as well. Nickelodeon, all-star of all characters. I know I saw some pi- a picture that showed George Lopez for some reason. <laughs> 
I was like, George Lopez confirmed yeah. his DLC. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. Zim's Zim from Invader Zim, Leonardo from uh, Ninja Turtles, which is just huge in general to get Ninja Turtles in, a, in another fighting game like this. Yeah, Michelangelo's in here too. Oh boy, huge franchise of stuff. Oh, hello, we from Jack Stars in the comments. Hello there, or other Smash Bros. clone games like PlayStation. Yeah, we know about PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale. That's a terrible one. Uh, Cartoon Network Punch Time mm-hmm. Explosion. I actually don't know that one at all. Cartoon Network. Yeah, Punch- that one. I uh, yeah. I okay. I remember this one now. Yeah, it was just Cartoon Network characters, but uh, this 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 one, this Nickelodeon. Uh, this Nickelodeon brawler, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, I'm forgetting the name of the game, looks actually looks pretty well put together. I mean, the the art style is interesting because it is just like sort of soft, not claymation, but it feels it, it looks and feels kind of like claymation a little bit. Ah, I, I found a uh, list of characters so far. OK, Helga from Hey Arnold. Mm-hmm. Danny Phantom from Danny Phantom, Sandy Cheeks, Zim, Nigel Thornberry, Michelangelo, Leonardo, SpongeBob SquarePants, Patrick Starr, Reptar, Lincoln Loud from The Loud House, and Lucy Loud, Oblina <laughs> from Ah Real Monsters, awesome, and Powdered Toastman. Yes. Hell yeah. I. What's I wonder what Helga's gonna fight with. <laughs> Just like uh, her, her finishing move is gonna be the back fist that he that she hits like that weird nerd guy with. That nerd guy's gonna go flying into everyone else. Oh my instant god! KO. I forgot about him. The guy who's always like, yeah, breathe. Yeah, just breathing down people's necks. Which, by the way, oh. I mean personal space, dude. Come yeah, on. Seriously, man, don't do that. Don't do that ever. If you're a real who's up with that guy? Do we ever know. find out? Do we ever find out the lore on awkward breathing guy? I don't think so, because like even a, a ton of the side characters had stuff like that. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Uh, it's it, tons. Of, uh, I remember what was his even the even the guy who talked like this had a nice backstory, and they had like side characters with that monkey man. I don't remember if you remember that. Yeah. No stoop guy. Stoop guy. The- stoop kid. Oh, Stoop Kid, yes. Stoop Kid's afraid to leave his stoop. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was that couple that got divorced and married twice on the show, I think. Okay. I think... All right. I think the guy was, like, the coach at his... Uh, was, like, a coach at, at the school. What were they, fourth grade? Mm. Or how old were they? I don't know. Right? I have no idea. I, I don't know. Hey, Arnold was a wild show, man. Yeah, the kid wore a, the a show skirt. Was nuts. Didn't he? There was a like, guy wearing a skirt. Yeah, I can Arnold see that. himself. Arnold himself wore plaid pants, which kind of mm. looked more like a skirt. Now that I think about it. Yeah. I, I, God dang! I don't. I can imagine you know him fighting with his like his football shaped head some way. I don't know. That'd be that'd be some funny moves or uh, his best friend with his hair just have wet, pulling weapons out of that. Hey. Uh, yep. Where's Arnold from? Hey Arnold. Oh, let's see. Uh, oh yeah, there's uh, on this list. I guess there's Hey Arnold, uh, Jimmy Neutron, Timmy Turner, Jenny from My Life as a Teenage Robot. Oh, I think Timmy Turner. I thought we saw, didn't we? I didn't see him in that trailer. Uh, you, I don't think he was in there. But yeah, those those sound like good. Those well, Jenny in particular is a pretty good DLC character oh, yeah. for a fighting game. I want to. I want to. I want to fight as Jorgen Bunstrangle. <laughs> oh, that'd be Jorgen. Cool. Jorgen Bunstrangle. 
the best it's the best Arnold Schwarzenegger impression ever I didn't yes. say a bad word <laughs> I promise no you said the lot you said the man last name okay good you said the man last name <laughs> Oh boy. Man, Jordan, you're on a roll today. You know, oh man. Well, I think it's time that, that we move on from this game that looks really, really cool. Yes. Yeah, we both, I think, I can't wait for this. This is going to be one of those games that honestly I might do day one of. Mm-hmm. And um, let's move on now to our main event while we still got at least 20 yes. minutes left. Yeah. <laughs> at the very <laughs> least. That's fine. Yeah. So, Black Widow. Yeah, so Black Widow, so, uh, the movie that has been pushed to back and delayed for a year for. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, we've been waiting for say, long, ever and ever for this movie. Yeah, I gotta say, this was pretty... Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, I mean, it's a Marvel movie. Yeah. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. It, was, it wasn't great, it wasn't revolutionary, but it was a good action movie. Worth it. Worth the watch, worth the wait. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, this, yeah, this for a Marvel action movie. This movie's way more violent. Like the hits are feel more a lot more brutal oh, than yeah. previous movies, and I don't know why. Especially it was especially the um, the apartment fight between uh, Yelena and Natasha. Oh yeah, the apartment fight in Budapest. Natasha <laughs> in Budapest. Yeah, it's that kind was of funny. Super violent. Yeah, I, people were hoping that they'd really go more into Budapest, but I'm like, it's okay. They don't need to. They don't need to read. Yeah, like when they say Budapest, is that that's like the incident that uh, Hawkeye and and uh, Widow joke about a lot, right? Yeah, that they joke about. Uh, I think that's how they uh, remembered it. It's like uh, what was it in Avengers? They go just like Budapest, right? You and I remember Budapest very differently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, so I thought that this was this movie was going to be about it first when it was first announced, but no, it's. Uh, Actually, it takes place right after uh, Civil War. Yes, Avengers Civil War in the timeline. It's not long after that. Um, Apparently, there was more that happened really uh, in between um, where... I guess they were all sometimes they were captured individually at one point it was just uh, Captain America and Natasha left that were like out Mm. uh, or not captured and uh, I guess at one and uh, Spoiler, she goes to save them at one point. We don't see that happen, but that's what she's going to do at the end of this movie. Um, yes. Let's see. Um, sh- should we try not to spoil it at first? No. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to run through like the characters that we got in this movie. Yeah. Uh, first of all, uh, Nat, Nat, Nat's sister, uh, Yelena. Lawrence P- Played by uh, Florence Pogue. Florence Pugh. Pugh. Uh, she well, Florence played, Pugh, genuinely, genuinely cool character, genuinely very funny. Great actress. She played Ver, uh, Paige Ver, in Fighting with My Family or uh, Soraya. Yes. Um, she that uh, she that uh, just like she actually was pretty comedic throughout the film. Actually, more than I thought than uh, Red Guardian. Yeah. Especially when she when she's talking with Natasha, she's like, "Also, you do you." You do this hair flip pose thing, like like what are you doing? <laughs> the superhero they, landing. They make fun of the hair flip. They make fun of the superhero landing, and then she tries it, and it's fucking funny as hell when she tries to get like, oh yeah, she's even like, oh oh, how do you land like that? Yeah. Um. Um. Of course, you've got the. It's, it's, this movie is mostly also about mm-hmm. um her deal uh Natasha dealing with her past. Um, that's probably made aware in the trailer. Uh, that's why you know we obviously we find the sister and the family. Um, 
It starts off also originally um, with back in nineteen in the nineteen nineties, where uh, they're living as a family in uh, the United States. Uh, they're all living in the United States when all of a sudden they have to leave and leave everything behind um, to go meet with this guy. What was his name? Oh, God, here we go. Drakov, maybe. See, right? see, I was trying to think of like issues or problems with this film. And I got to say, like the main villain himself, not really all that memorable, even though he's kind of important to. Uh, he's, he's an important he's important. He's he's in the inventor of the of the Red Room and the Black Widow program. And exactly. we actually get to see a whole pretty much a whole like platoon of Black Widow trained soldiers. Mm hmm. Uh, they're get, all terrifying we get to know also that there were some upgrades in the program not long after natasha originally left yeah which by the way hang on if if the movies take place in the uh, a lot of those movies take place in the years that they came out um and iron man 2 came out in like 2010 right yeah iron man 2 was 2010 where she was introduced uh civil war is mm. 2016 and so this is probably 2016 2017 ish because they were yeah. on the run for two years or something Mm-hmm. And um, at least like half of the time, basically, she spent half of her life, uh, uh, not counting the first 11 years that you, that you see in the 90s, but she spent like half of her life uh, with the Black Widow program and half of her life with the Avengers. It's like literally divided into thirds. It's it's incredible how, how she's been able to live in like this and train and survive. <laughs> yeah. We see... The Red Guardian, yes, her uh, fa uh, as her father, uh, and more of the Black Widow program. My goodness, there's just so much happening in this. What the heck? Oh, that's who his name. You know the guy who was providing the weapons? Yeah, his yeah, Natasha's is... uh, contact buddy. Yeah, his name is Rick Mason. Rick Mason. Yeah, let me. Put... Oh, that's familiar. Where have I heard that before? I just put the I just put the link to the um, thing in your article in the article. Uh, and the J and J typeouts. Okay. Um, the agent. Yeah, just agent. The agent. Okay, then. All right, then. I guess. Huh. He, I guess. Well, I guess because uh, Shield is, was no longer at that point in the in the MCU. I guess he was uh, someone who else who had uh, detract who had left Shield and, or I guess either uh, she was probably in some sort. He was probably in some sort of uh, Sharon Carter situation. Yeah, probably. Yeah, where she had, where he had to run away, also, or he helped out them in some way too. Uh, oh, mm -hmm. wait, agent of son of the prophet of prolific weapons designer Phineas Mason, better known as supervillain circles as the Tinkerer. The Tinkerer, yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah, uh, highly skilled covert operations specialist who has completed missions for the governments of many nations, including United States, Israel, Japan, and the United Kingdom, basically for the of uh, the bigger of uh, the big ones. And, um, God, I don't want to, it's spoiler, spoiler time. Yeah, this is a big spoiler warning really hard. for, it's, uh, the Black Widow movie. Yeah, we didn't say much other than, other than, uh, it's a great movie, great ending. Um, big, uh, big, big two thumbs up for me. Yeah, so, I mean, we'll talk about kind of what I feel is the, the movie's actual main villain, which is Taskmaster. Yes. Who is, who is always, why is Taskmaster always just the coolest looking Marvel villain ever? I don't in know. anything yeah he's... it's it you know what it's the skull face it's the skull face in the blue and the orange 
it is color scheme that makes it look cool. So I went through so many different like thoughts on who this Taskmaster character was underneath the mask mm-hmm. because at first I thought it was initially at the very beginning I thought it was Hawkeye because I was in the impression like this was like a prequel. Oh, like to a big, like big prequel to the end game basically, and that's what he was doing. Apparently, no, I mean, I like early on, like before I knew anything about this movie, I thought this was going to be Hawkeye because I saw the bow and arrow on the trailer. Oh, yeah, crazily. I, but yeah, then I then I went through a bunch of then I saw the actual movie and then I went through a bunch of it right before and I went like, OK, could be uh, a clone of Natasha straight up. Just a plain old clone. I haven't seen clones yet in the MCU, I think. No, we have not. Uh, could be Natasha's biological mother. Mm-hmm. That's why I thought it's been first. brought up in this movie. Yes, she was. Uh, and then I, I kind of had a crazy thought of like, what if it's Steve Rogers undercover? <laughs> Even though that you? makes no sense. That makes no sense. No, I know. But maybe because I just wanted to see Captain America interact with Red Guardian. Makes that would have been fun. Oh, yeah. There's another thing also with Red Guardians that he kept saying that he fought uh, Captain America, which made uh, 1984, which made no sense. No, because Captain America was frozen in ice in I, 1984. Yeah. Um, the only thing that he could be that could be possibly talking about is if there's like uh, Captain America, when he was doing all the time traveling back, he somehow met the Red Guardian somehow. Yeah, that's probably it. Like, I can't think of... That's... Yeah, you're right. You're totally right. That's the only time that they would have interacted. Exactly. And I have no reason... There's no reason, though, for Steve to go back to the 80s, though, also. Yeah, that's that. That's also true. And, let, yeah, like, he doesn't really hide the stones. And the, 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 stone was, the stones weren't anywhere in the 80s, were they, on Earth? No, they weren't. They went back to, I think, the 70s uh, when they went back to find Hank... Uh, when they had to go back a, a second time. Yeah. Yeah. And uh what was I just thinking? Ah, my brain is like nowhere today. God, we're both dead on arrival. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I, I gotta be on like as far as like I'm trying to think of flaws for this movie, I'm I'm thinking like I don't know if again, like that's kind of wrong. We're kind of struggling to actually remember specific plot details. Yeah. Only a few days removed from actually seeing the movie. Huh. Does that mean it was an impact? Um, I th- I think it was impactful because I have good memories of it, but yes. it's I feel like I wonder if it's going to be one of those films where I don't really have an, much of an inkling to go back to, to it. rewatch it within a few years. I remember coming out of this movie thinking this is a lot like The Winter Soldier. It, yeah, it's that same kind of spy that same kind of spy Jason Bourne thriller feeling kind of movie. It's based, you know, what it really almost is because like Taskmaster is just the Winter Soldier again. Instead of actually having Captain America, we have the Red Guardian, and Natasha's yes. also there, and we just have more Black Widows. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, the only thing missing was a flying guy, but they had enough flying vehicles in this movie too. With that uh, helicopter, oh my god, when the helicopter fell, <laughs> mid air yeah. like that, I was like. How low were you guys flying that you could survive that and the plane didn't explode? How low were you guys? I don't know. They they landed weird from that helicopter. It's like, yeah, sure. We got enough. We got enough uh, fuel to get to wherever we need to be going. Five seconds later. And they have to walk to the mom's house. Yeah, pretty much. By the way, I mom mama 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 widow kind of understated oh yeah but by the way they're not actually family also nice 
I know they're not act. They're not actual biological family. It was all like uh, it was all a setup, sort of a ruse. Yeah, it was all set up. It was all part of the mission. Yeah, Russian spies uh, in the United States who are forming fake families to steal information. All yeah. these types, which of- by the way is kind, which is kind, which is amazing. Just an entire family group put exactly. like, random people together, and it's like, okay, you pretend you're a family, like. Yeah. What kind of like mental gymnastics do you have to do in order to like as, as kids like because like they were act like Natty and Elena were at were like were were kids at that time when they were picked for this like Russian spy program exactly and sent to the U.S. undercover as a family like how do you they were like young process that as a kid how do you process having been like. I, I think they were. In, they had to have been in the U.S. for a few years at least, because Yelena didn't know, even know that they weren't even her real family. That's true. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, she didn't know. She thought that must they have were... been like must have been like nine or something. Nine oh, she, years, I think. It, 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 I think that she was like six in that. Yeah, in the in the previous like scene, that. In, in that previous scene. By the way, they, they make no reasons as to why they wouldn't. If they why Red Guardian was the only super soldier they made, no real reason. Prop. I, like, I think they looked at. I think they looked at who they chose, and they went, "Oh, he's a drunken idiot." All right, well, we're not. We're not doing this anymore. But wait, no, 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 no! You can't get drunk on the super soldier serum. Really? Can you? If anyone could Steve fight could. out, it's him. Okay, you're probably right. He is played by David Harbour, so he is basically a David Harbour character. Yes, he will find the red. The red guardian will find a way. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a great interpretation. He was probably the the funniest part of the movie. Especially, Absolutely. Especially when they didn't tell him the plans. No. Like uh, they left him completely out of the loop cuz he's kind of cuz he he's kind of an idiot and they kind of know that he probably would screw it up at some point. So they don't give him anything to do unless, you know, minus go and fight those people. Mm. Go and punch something. Basically. And then he was thrown in jail for 13 or how many years was it? Uh, 30 years, 20 years? 30 years, I feel, I feel like he said. Something like that. No, it wasn't 30 because it's that doesn't make any sense for oh, the yeah. timeline. Timeline, right. We'd be, the 95. Probably 13. Yeah, wait, yeah. 13 it'd be 2020. It'd be, it'd be 2026 then if, if it was 30 years, I think. Because mm-hmm. then yeah. he would have had to have been sent to jail like right after they got, they all uh, got to that location. Mm-hmm. Uh, the stuff that was saved. Um, mom character. She was cool. She mind controlled the pig though and made it not breathe for real. Yeah, I know she was trying to prove her point. She's and she's and she like knows like oh don't worry she's fine and he turns it back on but still that's kind of like cruel. That that was actually the most like emotional panic or yeah. sense of urgency I felt during that movie. I was it was like, like the pig's gonna die. Yeah, it's like lady the pig, the pig. Hello, hello. It's important. <laughs> oh God. All right. Um. I think the last thing we should probably mention is the uh, cami is the uh, post credit scene. Yes. Yeah. Because, because as I was just thinking right before we actually hit the main credits of the scene where the where Natasha and their family kind of part ways, I kind of thought to myself like. It's probably the last time they're ever going to actually see each other. Yeah. It's like, oh, God. And then it smash cuts to the post credit scene where Elena is visiting Nat, uh, Nat's grave. Where Elena is dressed for and some reason like, as Alicia Silverstone from Clueless. Yeah, she's got like the yellow plaid big shirt on. Like, 
Hang on, let me look at the. I gotta look up with the yeah. movie Clue. I mean, Elena's got a little more going on with the outfit than the yellow shirt, but yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty striking. Yeah, it's, the resemblance. It's almost the exact same thing. Hang on, let me put it up for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about here. Yes, because it's just that obvious. It's literally this. She is wearing basically this. Yeah. Oh god, there's two of my mouse on the screen for some reason. <laughs> oh no. Happens. It's okay. Assumption. Now it's now it's again. It's just one now. It was basically this whole outfit, uh, and uh, she went directly to uh, Natasha's grave to you know get, started crying. You know everything. It said what did it say? It said uh, sister, friend, Avenger. Yeah. And all of a sudden, someone's blowing their nose, and we zoom out, and it's Val. Julie, oh God! Valeria Contessa or Contessa Valentina De Fontaine, Allegra De Fontaine. Yeah, Seinfeld girl. Yeah, Julie Louis Dreyfus, Seinfeld lady. Yes, she's great. Yeah. Well, to the little bit that she has, and it's a, you know what? It's a good thing that they originally this was going to be like the introduction of her. It's a good thing that they released Falcon and the Winter Soldier beforehand. If I'm being honest, way better. Yeah, okay, introduction. I actually. I, I actually, I actually didn't know that because if this was going to be like her introductory scene, that would have been like, that would have been like just the weirdest, like, immersion breaking thing of just like, wait, who are you? Yeah. And why do you want her I to go I don't know who you are. Exactly. I, I love how Valentina is like this weird, um, I was going to use the word parody, but that's not it. Just like this weird warped reflection of like Nick Fury. Yeah. Because she's going around and kind of recruiting people as she goes. Yeah, she's re- she has recruited John Walker so far. It looks like she's recruited Yelena as well. Um, she's sending Yelena on a mission to go and, yes. att- and kill Clint Barton. Yes. She goes, uh, you want to know who murdered her? This is, uh, this is who you're after. And the pad just goes, <laughs> and it's... Clint, or it's a uh, Hawkeye. Yeah, which, which, because I, well, I was thinking, like, because I was thinking, like, wait a minute, if there's a post-credit scene, they usually lead into like the next movie, but the next movie's like Spider-Man. How does that lead into Spider-Man? Oh no, it doesn't. It's leading into the next uh, Disney, Disney Plus, Plus show. As I put, whenever, yeah. as I said, and you told me, God damn it, Jared. As soon as it, it, it ended and they it went to black, I was like. Tune in to, to Hawkeye coming this winter to Disney Plus. That's just what it is. It was just an ad for the Hawkeye show. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to that even more, though, now. <laughs> I wasn't not. Yeah. Kate Bishop. Can't wait for that. Mm-hmm. Um, great movie. Um, best movie ever or worst movie ever? Uh... Wait, wait. We need we need to have a rating. Because I, I know Weekly Planet, they do, like, best movie ever or worst movie ever. We need to parody that, but different. Okay. Because I want to. I don't know. Greatest movie of all time, worst movie of all time. That's the two uh, ratings. Greatest movie of all time. Yes. Greatest movie of all time. Final yes. rating. <laughs> yes. Um, the, and and uh, I think that's really all we have time for this week. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so thank you guys so much for watching. I'll let you take it away, sir. Yes, thank you so, so much for joining us here today, this week. Uh, whether it was watching us live here twitch.tv slash jnj underscore securecast that's our url for twitch or listening to the audio recording of this podcast at uh amazon music slash audible google Podcasts, tune in plus alexa listen notes spotify our heart radio pandora and of course our host website 
jpodbean at jnjsecurecast.podbean.com where you can listen to and download all of our episodes. They're all on there if you want to go all and listen free. to episode one for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen to our origins. Find us on our... Yes. <laughs> Go to our prequel. Uh, find us on our Facebook page, which is our main source of information for us uh, at www.facebook.com slash jjsecurecastpod. You can follow us on Twitter at jjsecurecastpod, where you can follow us there to find out uh, when we go live and when uh, if you miss when, or if we missed our Twitch streams, when our uh, podcast episodes get uploaded to our very to various listening platforms, such as, you know, such as, like I said, Google Podcast or Podbean or Pandora yeah. or Spotify. You'll find out maybe what it is uh, we're and don't doing. Forget- like, well, if we're doing something, I posted a picture when we went to go see Black Widow on our Twitter and Facebook. Yes. It's a nice little selfie of us. Yes. And don't forget to follow us on our social media, which you can find on the top left of our screen, as always. Uh, if you're listening in, though, you can just follow me on Instagram and Twitter at jryan9000. It's over nine. Jared, I can't hear you anymore. Don't worry, they got picked up for everyone else. (laughs) Okay, good. Yeah, and you and you can follow uh, Jared. Jared, if you want to listen to more of him, at J at Twitter at jgalls1918, Instagram at jgalls15, and on Twitch at twitch.tv/jgalls15. Yes, and if you are listening to us on Podbean or Spotify or any other audio services, make sure you check us out when we're live on Twitch at twitch.tv/jnjsecurecast. We go live Thursday nights, usually around 8:30, and stay on until around 10. Join us and interact in the conversation please feel free to email us with any suggestions at jjsecurecastpod at gmail.com thank you to adobe stock music for our intro theme and purple planet music for our outro theme that i have to open up and with that i think we've locked up this securecast for the evening good episode this week good episode this week yeah oh my gosh yeah not super succinct i would say not we didn't have it's one of those shows where we didn't have like a big variety of topics yeah but we kept everything kind of short and sweet and to the point, and that's fine. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know, if there's one more thing I could say about Black Widow, it's that um, it actually helped, uh, 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 that was actually po- positive for it, is that it increased uh, bu- uh, purchases of Disney Plus all across the country. Uh, oh, it was yeah. a massive success online, a massive yeah. success. Uh, biggest yeah, movie. Yeah, and that, and you know what actually... That kind of makes me. Uh, that kind of makes me wonder going forward because the one thing I didn't really enjoy about uh, the actually seeing the movie is actually being around other people. Oh yeah. Not you. Not you. Not you. Not you and not you and Ann, Lisa and Taylor. I'm talking just about like a full theater of people. I guess it's just like I like to watch a movie in silence and focus and listen to it. You know. Mm. But uh, I I'm genuinely sorry for do wonder at you if, a few times then. Yeah. No, that's all right. Like, whispering is fine. Yeah. I don't mind whispering, but if it's, like, normal talking or it's over, like, the dialogue of the movie or whatever, that's when I get annoyed. Mm-hmm. That's a pet peeve of mine. Oh, yeah, if you're screaming but to at be the, honest the, with, your... like... If you're screaming yeah. at the screen. <laughs> yeah, unless unless everyone's doing it and it's, like, midnight premiere, hmm. which that that's the only time you can go kind of all go collectively go nuts in a movie theater. That's acceptable. That's fine. Yeah. I believe we did that when we saw End, uh, Infinity War together, right? You were with us for that, right? Or was I with you? 
I don't remember being for that. Was I with? Oh, I was. I went with you with Endgame for the second time. I did. I think I was the still- Endgame re-release. We we went to see together. I know oh, that. I went with because it was one of the people we went to the re-release with. Chris. I went to see Infinity War with him originally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was him and a few other people from our school. Um, but yeah, good stuff. Uh, great movie. And um, oh God, stuff. I'm. What do you got planned this weekend, man? I got my weekend off. Uh, well, I'm gonna start, probably start the, uh, Spider-Man DLC. Nice. Gonna, gonna go fight Hammerhead. Mm-hmm. I don't know why Hammerhead is Southern. <laughs> A.K.A., uh, uh, MCU Pat McAfee. Pat. Not Pat McAfee, Pat Pop. Pat <laughs> That's great. I, I, I tweet, I don't know if I showed you this. I tweeted at Pat Buck when he, when he first got his profile picture as, like, a WWE Asian. It's like, man, you, you might... You might make a good MCU hammerhead, and I was not expecting him to respond. And he said, "Like I don't know whether or not I should be insulted or should I contact my agent right away." Oh, and that was like, I was like, I'm kind of scared now because Pat Buck has a school in New Jersey. Oh, he does. I don't go near that. He does. I, I think so. Hold yo. on. Oh, <laughs> yo, we gotta we gotta interview him or something. Oh God! We gotta reach out to him. Remember who I? (laughs) Oh man! He's gonna remember who I am. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God! Okay, well I know one thing I'm doing this weekend is I got Pokemon Go Fest, um, celebrating five years as of July sixth. Five years of Pokemon Go. God, that's been up for five years. I I remember you originally saying that you were gonna you would start playing when they add more than one generation. And what happened, Jordan? Why aren't you playing? No, it's okay. Uh, it's a mobile game. That's what happened. No, that's fine. No, that's fine. Not many people. I forgot. Most people don't play mobile games for that long, anyway. No, but yeah. five years is a pretty impressive achievement because most mobile games don't like. As a Transformers fan, a lot of their their mobile games just barely last like two. Yeah. So yeah, Pokemon Go. That's impressive. Definitely is. Actually, also, I think uh, Elite General Manager was released like yesterday. For today. Oh God! Yeah, all elite wrestling game. I right. try that out while I'm at it. But mm. anyway, I've started the closing music now. With that said, yeah, guys, thanks for listening. My goodness, it's been great. Your faces are all beautiful, even though I can't see them. Um, and I bet you have a nice butt as well. Yes. Yes, yes buns and thighs. Buns and thighs. Oh god, imagine that's a character. Just the, just the guy doing that pose is a character in uh, Nickelodeon All-Stars. Oh, who is that character? It's just a, no, it's just a guy in the background thing. That's all it was. All right. Oh, it's a background is it background SpongeBob it was, fish? Yeah, just a, it wasn't even that. It was something else. All right. Whatever. Oh my god, the DLC DLC. It's the potential is huge. Okay, before the song ends, god. we got to go. We got to go. Thanks you guys Bye-bye. so much. Bye. 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 Bye